Hi, we are talking to amazing people in construction and education about recruitment, training, and retention. Welcome to the Builder's Table. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilkerson. I'm really excited today. I have a friend of mine, Tiffany McMillan, with us, and she is the training manager, the construction training manager at Black & Veatch. So welcome, Tiffany. Thanks, Jennifer. So here, I want to start and jump right in because what I love is your story. So the first thing I want you to just talk about is how did you end up in the industry and what have you been doing since you you got that first job? All right, great. So I started my um, career in construction probably about 25 years ago. And I grew up in a small town in Wyoming, um, town of a thousand people. And there wasn't a lot of job opportunities where I lived. I hadn't um, explored college or anything like that. I really wasn't aware that somebody from little town Wyoming could even go to college at the time. And um, there was a construction company that was hiring um, electrical apprentices in a neighboring town. And so I applied and um, started started right away with um, that, uh, that company as an electrical apprentice. And what was so nice about being in Wyoming, it's a requirement if you work electrical, you get to go right into an apprenticeship program. The state requires it. And so right away, I was an electrical apprentice. And that's where my career really started. From then, um, so I started my career there and right away, they give you a, a career path. They say, you were in a apprenticeship program for four years, you work 2000 hours a year, and you continue to progress in your training, you were you get to go to training for 144 hours a year, every year, they were sent us to steamboat. And so I had something right in front of me that said, if I follow this path in four years, I will be a journeyman electrician, and I will have the opportunity to um, gain in skills and you know, wage, the wage was really great working in construction. And so they were going to take care of me for four years if I uh, decided to stay with them. And that's what I did. That's how my career started was um, as an electrical apprentice. You know, I think a lot of people maybe don't understand uh, that part that the employers pay for you to go to school. Yeah. Yeah. The company that I, that I um, was employed with, they set it up to where um, for three weeks out of the year, I would come out of the field and I would go to training. I would go to school for three weeks and um, get that learning in. And then I would go back and get to practice the skills I'd learned um, while I was in training in the field. So I would imagine when you were growing up, you never said, oh, I can't wait. I want to be an electrician. No, certainly not. Um, I didn't even know that that would be a possibility. But what's so great about an apprenticeship program is they um, really give you little bits of pieces at a time. So you get to grow on it. So, you know, right away when I first started um, in the career or in my career, I was pulling wire, which is really, really large pieces of wire, you know, probably some of them the size of your wrist, right? We were pulling wire into huge cable trays and huge pipe racks. And, you know, from then it went to um, running conduit, putting um, PVC in the ground. We called that duck bank. And so just year after year, I gained new skills. And then as I progressed, you know, things got, you know, more difficult. So I got to do terminations and, you know, wire up motors and those type things. So um, what, that's what was so great about the apprenticeship program is they really walk you through that and help you um, gain the skills so that you can be a journeyman. I think that's so cool. woman. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I think it's so cool. It's just so neat that that's how you started. So, so how long were you in the field doing that and as an electrician? And then what was the next area that you got into with the company? 
So I spent the first four years um, as an electrician, got my journeyman's license, and then um, I really worked hard to get to the to the point where I could come out of the field and work in the office. I was a um, field coordinator, which meant that I would help with ordering the material, doing takeoffs. Um, you know, really changed changed into a project management type role. Um, right about the time I be- got my journeyman's license, um, so from there I uh, continued. I continued in management and was able to pick up my. You know, I think it was about year six in my career. I got my first master's license in the state of Colorado. So I was a master electrician, and then from there I just continued to grow that career. You know, running projects. I ran some substation and um, solar projects, and then. Just my career, my career just continued to change and evolve over the years into different things, but I always stuck with that electrical. Like right now, I have sixteen um, electrical master's licenses in different states, so I always, I always go back to that. That's my, um, that's where my home is. Is you know, I'm electrician by trade, but um, I've really developed in the into other opportunities within the industry. That's incredible. And you have 16 different licenses, so I guess 16 different I states do. you could come and wire everything up for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, as long as it's industrial, I stay away from residential. Don't call me if you want me to do your house. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so cool. And you know, and that's something that we always tell people is that when you choose to go into the construction industry, doesn't mean that you stop your education or that you you can't go back to college. It just means you probably are a little more secure financially to go back to college once you've worked in the field for a while. Yeah, and you know what's great about the um, construction industry? So I've worked for two really... Um, great companies. And um, currently I work for Black and Beach. Um, but what was so great about um, both companies and Black and Beach does the same is there's opportunities to have your schooling paid for. Um, if you're if you're with the company, um, and even if you're not with either of those companies, the companies that other people might be with, they might not be aware that there is um, financial funding a lot of times available for current workers to get, you know, degrees later on in, in their career. That's what happened with myself. Um, mine was paid for by the company I worked for. That's awesome. Yeah, I think there's so many opportunities that people just don't know about. So what what do you like the most about the construction industry? Oh, um, I think what I like the most about the construction industry, like Black and Beach is a great example. They have engineering, they have construction, they're a large EPC, so you can do really anything. Um, I, I often look back on my life and my career and think, how in the world did I get to where I'm at? Like, what fork did I take in the road that got me to this path? And there's so many of those in the industry. Like right now we're doing solar work, stuff that I had never dreamed of doing 20 years ago. We've got huge solar projects going on. So there's opportunities there that I didn't know that I had. You know, we do a lot of transmission and distribution. Um, Telcom, we do telecom work. So what I love about construction is there's always something new. You're never going to know and know ever going to know it all. And so there's always that opportunity to grow, learn more. And if there's somebody who's thinking about getting into construction, I started as a wire puller in the field with zero experience and today have a fabulous career. Construction is a career. It is, if you get in and you want to be part of it, if you want to be project manager, if you want to, you know, be executive in the company, it, anybody can do it, regardless of education. Yeah, I I think that's so fantastic. You know, so many people say that and you find out, you know, I started in the field doing this and now, you know, I own my company or I'm a president, I'm a vice president, I'm, you know, safety supervisor. There's so many cool things that you can do that people just don't even relate to the construction industry. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, working with just different engineers, like you get the opportunity to work with different folks. So with, with the EPCs, um, you know, Black and Beach does the engineering and then we go out and we do construction. And so we get to see that whole process. You get to work on it to see how the engineering was done. And then they work really closely with the projects to see how it gets executed in the field. So it, it, it's pretty exciting. Did you did you travel a lot when you were in the field? I did. I did. Um, actually, my kids, I've got um, we've got five boys and my oldest son went to six different schools all the way through every year for the first six of six years of his life. But he really got to see some great places. Um, it's just, it is the nature of the beast. If you're on the construction side of our industry, there is travel that happens. Now, if travel isn't for you, you've got the engineering side where you're uh, more, more home-based. Any, any favorite place that you lived or went to whenever you were doing that traveling? Favorite place. Um, I spent a lot of time in the Amarillo area. Um, I had five projects in that, in that area. And I, I think that what I loved is the people were just so genuine and just so happy to have you there. They were hugely welcoming. It, you know, there's, there's a lot of small towns in and around Amarillo. So I loved that. I, it felt like I was back in the small town I grew up in. And you'll see that a lot in constructions. We do a lot of projects in small communities. And so it does take you to those places. Yeah, that's really cool. Just to experience, to figure out where you even want to be, right? Like, you know, when you're young, you don't know where you want to live. You think because you've only experienced one thing, but I like the opportunity that it gives you to kind of explore some different places. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely lots of exploring. Um, had no idea that I would be, you know, working in the United States and then, you know, in Mexico. Um I would say in the last six weeks, I've probably been in a dozen states because we have so much work in construction right now that we're kind of all over the place. So yeah, there, there's a lot of travel involved. <laughs> okay. So as a woman, so you've been in the industry 25 years, any particular obstacles that you had to overcome um, as a woman in the industry? Sure. When I started in construction, um, I want to say on the first, probably three or four jobs that I was on, there probably wasn't more than a handful of women women on the projects. And my first job, there was only one other female on the job and she was also electrical apprentice. So it was kind of nice to, you know, work side by side with her. And um, she was a few years ahead of me. So she kind of took me under her wing and helped me through it. But um, there wasn't a lot of women. And so um, we weren't always treated you know, as equals, people really wanted to kind of protect you or weren't sure if you were going to be up for up for the task. Um, and that's really changed over the last 20, 25 years. Um, this generation that we have, I, I don't see that. I don't see the same things that I had to deal with, the obstacles I had to deal with coming up through construction. Um, it's very different today than it was 25 years ago. And I think that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. That yeah, that is great to hear, especially someone that lived it, went through it, and now you're you're still involved today. And in fact, your passion. It's so what I love is that you started an apprenticeship, you give the credit to that, and now that's 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 what you're working on. So tell us a little bit about um, some of the misconceptions maybe about apprenticeship programs. Um, so I think one of the big misconceptions about apprenticeship programs is a lot of folks just think that they're for the unions. Um, but that's really not true. There's a lot of open shop contractors that um, also use or have apprenticeships and um, they're homegrown apprenticeships um, within that company typically. Or, and you also have like the ABC chapters 
um, they do apprenticeships and stuff like that. So I think that that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions is, um, is where can you go for an apprenticeship? Okay. And so let's talk about that. Where, where do you go? If somebody was interested, where, what advice would you give them to go seek out an apprenticeship program? Um, so I would send them to careers.bv.com or yeah, careers.bv.com and say, um, look for apprenticeship roles to apply for. So um, we do have apprenticeship programs. We have four different programs in six states. We have six Department of Labor registered or states with registered programs. And um, you can apply right to that. And um, if accepted, then you get into our apprenticeship programs. That's very cool. Yeah. I think that's sometimes the hardest part is people don't know where to start. Like they don't, they don't know where to go. How do I even find out? So I, I like the fact, you know, exploring and that you at Black and Veatch, you have this opportunity for them to explore the careers and they can find out. Um, what are the four different programs that you have apprenticeships for? Yep. So right now we have an electrical program. In fact, our very first program was electrical in Utah. And that was super exciting. You know, with my background, that's where that's the first program I wanted to start. So with Black and Beach, they contacted me a couple of years ago and asked, hey, Tiffany, would you come and work with us and start apprenticeship programs? We want to, um, you know, work towards that. And I was like, absolutely. I want to do something that is changing, that can change people's lives. And I absolutely believe that it is it is that for folks. And so the electrical program was the first one that we got established. And we have um, that program, like I said, in six states. And then also we have an equipment operator program, construction craft labor program, and substation program, oh, utility fair. line worker program. That's awesome. That's awesome that you're doing that. And so I know that, you know, you going over there and starting these programs and being so dedicated to apprenticeship, how difficult is it for an, for a company, for a contractor that might be listening and thinking about that? How difficult is it to get started with an apprenticeship program? Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of energy or time and energy spent up front getting it set up so that you have your policies and procedures and you understand the requirements of the DOL because it is a, you know, government program that you're signing up with, right. To, to run the, um, audit and look at it. So it does take about a good six months to get um, fully up and running with an apprenticeship program. And then once you get it up and running, um, they work really close with you to, to make sure that you're registering your apprentices correctly. But it it does take a little bit of time um, to get up and going. Yeah, well, and I think probably having someone like you that had your background in apprenticeship, I'm sure that brings a lot to the table whenever they're trying to figure that out. So what are some of the benefits that apprenticeship brings for individuals and the employers? So there's benefits for it both. You know, it's better, but I'm going to say it's, there's three. I think we have the industry in general, there's the employer, and then there's the individual. So individual, obviously, I believe that it is, it is a life-changing opportunity for people. It is a way to get that career path to where you could go from entry level into construction to journey worker wages, which can set you up for life. It is a career. Um, so for the individual, you're getting trained um, and typically paid. So if you're if you come to work for us, we're going to pay for your training while you're in the apprenticeship program, and then you work for us and you earn those wages and wage increases throughout the program. For Black and Beach as a company, um, we are we are building our um, pool of employees, right? So we're building better better workers because statistically you can see that when workers are trained they're trained properly on safety 
as they're coming up through the apprenticeship program, they're safer workers. We're creating a pool of really people who want to travel with us and want to work. You know, I mentioned earlier that there was a lot of travel in my career as I came up through it. And so when you're, you know, when you have people in an apprenticeship program, it makes them feel like, hey, you're going to take care of me. So there's that loyalty that happens because they know that, hey, I'm in an apprenticeship program. I have four years with this company. They're willing to, you know, keep me working, get me through this apprenticeship program, you know, for our electrical program. It's four years. And so that helps with the loyalty, the commitment to each other um, for the company, you know, for the contractor. And then for the industry, you know, it creates a, a bigger workforce. Um, there are a lot of contractors out there right now that are also building apprenticeship programs. And so when, um, you know, our competitors are building apprenticeship programs, maybe maybe we they lose one and we lose one, but we'll pick them up, right? We kind of share the same workforce. So when, when we're building apprenticeship programs that, you know, that's what we're doing. We're creating a better workforce for, for our folks in construction. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that's so true. And I also think that, you know, just the economy as a whole, right? Because there's these people that are going through this training and they're spending time and they have, you know, the, like you said, the employers are benefiting because they're loyal to them and they're staying with them. And if you think about it economically for wherever they're living too, that, you know, they become very good taxpayers. <laughs> they, they contribute to the economies in those areas and stuff because they do have really great jobs, Right. Absolutely. And so, you know, for the industry in general, you know, if we want to keep them in construction, keep them traveling with us, that's great. But like you said, some of those folks aren't going to leave their community. They're going to stay. And now they have a skilled workforce in the community that they didn't have before we got there. So it is a win-win really for everybody. Yeah, I absolutely think so. So um, we hear a lot about pre-apprenticeships. Can you talk to us a little bit about the role of pre-apprenticeships um, across the United States? Sure. There's a lot. There are a lot of um, great organizations out there and, and schools and colleges, um, high schools and colleges that are doing pre-apprenticeship programs. And those are really um, great programs for us to, to partner with. And that's what I'm doing right now. Actually, I'm looking for pre-apprenticeships to partner with to be able to bring them straight into construction into our apprenticeship program. So it teaches them you know, the core things that you need to know about construction, a little bit of construction math, the um, hand, you know, the hand tools, power tools, how to use those safe, safely drawings. So a pre-apprenticeship really sets them up for um, success that first, you know, 30 to six months on 30 days, six months on the job site. It gives them a little bit of, you know, information in their tool belt to be able to go to the job site and it doesn't feel so foreign for to them. Yeah, I love that. And so, that. yeah, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for those partnerships. <laughs> absolutely. If some, if some, Because then they already have some exposure and you know that, that it's something that they're interested in. They've gone through a pre-apprenticeship. So um, the goal is for the pre-apprenticeships, the folks that are doing those, is to find contractors like Black and & Beach and partner with them and um, have those jobs available for, the, for their um, students that are graduating those programs and completing those programs. Yeah, I think it's a great talent pipeline. I love to hear that when there's high schools that are committed to pre-apprenticeships and they're getting those kids started, like you said, with the basic skills. And not only do I think them, you know, you said they come to the project sites knowing a little bit more, feeling a little bit more comfortable. I would imagine also the apprenticeship programs offer some mentorship and someone for them to look to and talk to and ask questions to. Right. Yep. They sure do. So um, with the apprenticeship programs, you are assigned a mentor and um, 
a designated journeyman. You know, there are designated journeymen that work directly with the apprentices um, that they can go to, that they work with, you know, daily. It is they're on their crews or they're in, in their work areas so that they can go to them and say, hey, how do I do this? Um, it is a big, you know, big brother, big sister type of a um, program for sure. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think it makes it less intimidating, like what you were talking about when you go to the project sites and stuff. So um, it's just one more thing that apprenticeship brings to the table with that. What have you seen? So you've been in the industry 25 years. What kind of changes have you seen in the industry over this time? Uh, I would say probably the biggest thing I've seen in changes is our workforce and the um, availability that we have for workers. Um I've been doing some looking at like where we're at in our workforce with like demographic age, age demographics. And like over the last 15 years, we've slowly decreased in the number of um, workers entering our field to like by six or 7%, like over the last 15 years, it's 7% less people coming into our, our industry. And so what's happening is, our um, 55 plus that percentage number has gotten really high. And so we really need to start looking at different ways to get, get people to come into construction. Cause right now we're short, like the last 15 years, we have not seen, a, we've seen a slowdown in people entering our industry and work has never been as demanding. Like there are construction projects everywhere right now. There is so much work to be had and to be done. We just don't have the workforce to do it all. Oh, yeah. You hit such a good point there. You know, we did research this last year and and we found that for every four people retiring out or leaving the industry, only one person's coming in. And that's a really scary thought for our industry when we have so much work, like you said. Yeah. And that's where I think pre-apprenticeship programs and other workforce development um, agencies that we can partner with, with in construction where we know people have a pipeline to get um, those workers into construction, I think that that's really what we need to do because we're kind of in recovery mode right now, I, I think, in re, you know, because it's been, it's been years that we've been slow on this, on people entering. Yeah. And, and I think the interesting thing, you know, with the apprenticeships and, and you guys reaching out and trying to make partnerships, that's one of the changes I've seen in the industry. I see more people talking about training and offering programs and wanting to partner. Are you seeing that across the board too? Yeah, yeah. Um, there are a lot of organizations that are willing to partner with us and, um, you know, find us those um, different pipelines of, in, of individuals. And so we are we are trying to get out to them, but it's a lot, right? It's, it's a lot. It's you've got to get into the right area where you're doing the work so you can get the people into it. There, there's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts for sure. Is there anything you think that we could do better as an industry to get more people interested? I think it starts at schools. I think it starts at the junior high and high school level. I think that, you know, getting those type of programs back into the, you know, schools where people are learning construction, you know, electrical programs, that kind of stuff. And really for us, I think that some of the things that we're going to try and do differently is getting, spending more time getting into the high schools and, you know, talking about a possible career, showing people that apprenticeship journey, that how can I come in and here is your career path. The same thing that was shown shown to me that, hey, we're going to bring you in at, at this wage and you are going to have incremental increases every year. And I think that if we can show young people a career path that they might be interested in, I think it's going to bring more people into construction. That's what 
that's where I think our focus is this year. Absolutely. And I totally agree with you because I think people want to know, like, so what's next? So if I come with you, what, what are the opportunities that I have and where do I go? So I love the way that you talk a lot about that and about the security of knowing four years this company is going to, you know, get behind you and help you and put you through this apprenticeship program. And, and you have an opportunity to grow there. I mean, how many places are that you can go to school while you're working and your employer takes care of it and you have a job there? I mean, that's so great. You come out of college and you're looking for a job. Where's my first job going to be? Where am I going to get my first job if you don't have this type of opportunity? Right. Yep. And, you know, I'm sure it is probably scary for young folks who, um, you know, they're leaving high school, leaving their parents for the first time. But I can tell you from experience, it's it's doable. It's exciting. Um, you get out, you get to get out and travel and meet new people. And um, so, yeah, that's where I'm, that's where I'm hoping to find that extra pipeline. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, what excites you the most about what you're doing right now? So you've done so many different things in the industry and now you've come over to Black and Veatch and you're working on these apprenticeship programs. What excites you the most? Um, Right now, what's exciting to me the most is just to see the backing that I'm getting from Black and Beach and OCI. So OCI is our um, open shop contractor that where we are enrolling our apprentices. It's Overland Contracting. And just to see the support from our company, um, you know, they are 100% behind it. They're excited to see the growth in the apprenticeship. And um, I that's what I'm most excited about is just being able to have an opportunity to get as many people into our apprenticeship programs as I can and just, you know, it's, it's changing for them. It's life changing for them. And that's, that's what I want to see. Yeah, that's awesome. I know that it's, it's always so wonderful to be able to see people have that moment when they realize or, or a process that helps them change their lives, their families' lives. It starts a whole, it opens a whole new world for them. And so I think it's so cool. So if people want to find out more, about your program. So you talked about careers.bv, was that.com? Yep. And then is there anywhere else they should go to find out information about the apprenticeship programs that you guys are offering? Or somebody may want to partner with you that's a school that's listening. Yeah, so um, you could go to bv.com and then find Overland Contracting from there. And there's some additional information um, it's a really, there's a really great article. So if you have somebody who's listening, who thinks that, Hey, I would like to start an apprenticeship program. There's an article on there that um, we put up. It's called three steps to cultivating a skilled workforce through apprenticeships. And it just kind of highlights some of the things that it takes to get it done. And, you know, um, some of the things that we talked about today, it highlights that too. So I encourage people to go and check that out. And then um, I'm Tiffany McMillan. I'm on LinkedIn. So if somebody wanted to reach out to me, they can there. And um, you can see if we can get you get you working. That's awesome. And that's where maybe there's some schools, maybe there's some teachers that are thinking about this. So they could go to LinkedIn. They could look up Tiffany McMillan with Black and & Veatch and, find, and, and connect with you. And who knows, the partnerships and the opportunities that might open up for their students. Yeah, absolutely. If there's a teacher out there that has an electrical program, you know, I had somebody from um, Lakewood School District, I believe is what it was, and they have an electrical program and they're looking to partner with somebody. And so, you know, it's, you just find these random um, folks that are looking for those partnerships. And so, yeah, if there's somebody who would like to partner and they have those programs, absolutely. I'd, I'd love to hear from them. That's fantastic. Well, thanks so much. It went so fast. I'm sure there's more that we could talk about, but 
Thanks for being with us and telling us so much about apprenticeships and personally your story, because it's fantastic. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. Join us next Monday for the next episode of The Builder's Table.